Hi, I'm Mariana. And I'm Rebecca. And today we're going to be talking about why we chose our majors. Before we really get into the topic, we just want to give a huge shout out and thank you to all our friends and family who have supported us, whether that's reposting it on Instagram or telling their friends or posting it on Facebook or whatever. I'm overwhelmed with the amount of love. Thank you guys so much. Yes. So today we're going to start off with a quote from one of my favorite books, Invisible Women by Caroline Perez. And the quote is, when we exclude half of humanity from the production of knowledge, we lose out on potentially transformative insights. And I love this book because it's just extremely inspiring and it brings to light a lot of important topics that people don't normally think about. I certainly didn't. And she made me aware of how different words in our society are also directed towards men, even though they may be neutral. And I just love this book and think that it's really insightful especially in tech if everything is being designed by men for men then that's excluding half of the population and i think a lot of those things come up without us even realizing it and that's why we need more women in tech and we need more women in computer science because those women are also using that technology so it's got to be you know equal for everyone yes exactly and we need ideas from both sides in order for everything to work out well for everybody Even in our everyday lives, I remember in this book reading about how bookshelves are built for men. And so when a woman can't reach a certain shelf, it's because it was built for a man, which I thought was really interesting. True. And I know this is like something we can kind of get more into. But I heard this other podcast that talked about how that some companies are starting to use AI to pick employees or to like at least go through the first level of screening for jobs. And these models are based on data from men. So just like you could have more qualifications, but just because you're a woman or it has any signal of the gender on your resume, it automatically gives you a lower score. So that's like really interesting. That's probably like something we can focus on in a future episode. No, for sure. And I definitely remember reading about that in this book, too, which is actually really interesting that you brought that up. All right. So let's get into our topic today. Today, um, we're going to be talking about our journeys to our major and like why we chose our certain paths. Before we really get into that, we wanted to kind of, since this is our first episode, let you guys know why we wanted to do this podcast. (laughs) Rebecca and I were leaving one of our computer science class and we saw a poster on how to make your own podcast. And we were like, oh, we definitely need to start a podcast. And it kind of was a joke for a little bit. But then we kind of, we got a lot more serious about it, especially during like quarantine and not being able to see each other for a long time. No, but for sure, like in our classes, I remember before class would start or right after class would start. We would talk about something like whether it was words of encouragement or complaining about the class. And then we would be like, you know what? We need to start a podcast because we love just talking about computer science so much and whether it's good or bad. And so I feel like this podcast, a lot of other girls in computer science can relate to it or just women in tech in general because we just have all these issues, but also all these amazing things that go on in our everyday lives. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, at least from my own experience, there are a lot of resources out there, whether it's like YouTube channels or other podcasts or blogs or whatever that um, are focused about women in tech, which is amazing. And we need more of that and we need more people to engage in those things. But there's not a lot from a college perspective. And I think um, as college students, there's a lot of uncertainty that are things that we kind of we doubt ourselves. There's a lot of imposter syndrome even before we go into the workforce. And I think 
a lot of girls our age, they tend to like either drop the major or not be as into it or not be as excited because they feel like they're alone. So we wanted to empower these other women, share our perspectives. Maybe some of, some of you are not even in the field, but don't know how we feel or don't know certain experiences that we go through. Yes, I love that. And I'm so excited to continue making this podcast. Yes, me too. It's a great outlet too. But yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, before we even started the podcast, we just talked to each other for, like, 20 minutes catching up and talking about quarantine and your internship and just life in general. And it's just so nice to be able to share these experiences with each other. Yes, it's so nice. All right, so now we want to talk about our experiences in high school with computer science because a lot of our listeners might be in high school right now or in college and want to just know how we got involved. Um, So I'll start out. So I have always kind of been involved in computer science. So I went to a small private school in Charleston where it was kindergarten through senior year. And so in lower school, which is what we called it, I always had this computer science class and we would do basic little programs like Scratch. And then in middle school, we did more typing and played around with robots and did different things with Samsung tablets, I'm pretty sure. And learned about 3D printing, and then in high school, it was optional, but I decided to join a four-year accelerated program with about five or six other girls in my entire grade, and there was, there's only a hundred kids in my grade, and so five in a class out of like 20 still is, we're still a minority, and that was a really cool program for me to just go to the class, and it would be the same five girls, we would all get along and work on the projects, and learn from our teachers who were incredible and they were always pushing us to work harder um and I just loved the program and I know you did a high school major which is a little bit different than my school yeah I had a similar experience so I guess we should both kind of recognize our privilege and that we had these opportunities in high school there are a lot of high schools especially in like lower income areas that don't have these opportunities and we're just so blessed and lucky to have these opportunities in our districts so that's just a nice thing but yeah i i don't know what it is like i can't pinpoint it but i've just always been really interested into tech i remember i got my hot pink nintendo dsi in like third grade and ever since then i would like spend hours on it and spend hours learning more about Um, consumer products that are out there and just different tech things and in third grade I created my first html website no way yeah it was like (laughs) does anyone know what uh cool math games is (laughs) we had this website that whenever it would rain we would go on it during recess time and they had this like tutorial on how to make your own website so I was like "Ooh, I want to make my own website and it was like three lines of code on notepad and html and I was like, oh my god, I just made a website. It's not online, it's not hosted anywhere, and I can't show it to anyone unless they come look at my computer, but I made it. <laughs> in fourth grade, my elementary school started the the first tech club, and um, it was led by my math teacher, and she was super excited about it, and she got us all engaged into it. Um, and so ever since then, I've been really interested in tech and coding more specifically. Um, so then that led me to my high school so I went to public high school but in my district we had this program that you could apply for and our school was in a different building and I was part of the STEM program um, ninth and 10th grade and then I decided to join the computer science major for 11th and 12th grade and they had like this very specific curriculum learned how to code um, and not just that like I remember 
senior year, one of our classes was just like a computer science book club where we just each group had to read a book about a certain topic in tech and we would have to present it. So helped with those social skills too. But yeah, in this whole class and this whole program, there was only five girls and we were super close and we were like best friends in high school. We called ourselves the CS girlies. I've always had a passion for women in tech. Um, and I think being in that situation made me kind of have that passion. Like I want there to be more women in tech and I want more like even little girls to know what our field is. And I've just had like, I'm so thankful to have such great teachers and professors and principals throughout school and in college that have been super encouraging, even with this podcast, which is awesome. Yes, exactly. I think for me, with growing up around my dad, who was always interested in different technology and gadgets, and we would always go to the Apple store. So I would always mess around with like the phones and the iPads and the computers and things. That was always a good route or way for me to involve myself with technology if I wasn't necessarily coding too. And to just see people working in that field was really cool. I had the opportunity end of sophomore year in high school to take a trip with my computer science class to Silicon Valley, which was one of the most incredible. Wait, I didn't know that. (laughs) I never told you this? Oh my gosh. No, that's so cool. It was one of the most incredible experiences ever. I remember signing up and being so scared because I knew none of my friends signed up. Like I knew I would be the only girl from my grade. And sure enough, the day of the flight, there was a girl in the grade below me and a girl in the grade above me, which I wasn't really friends with. I didn't really know, but went with them and then this group of boys, of course. And we went at like 6 a.m. one morning, went to stay, I think it was a five-day trip, and we just went to Facebook, Google, Microsoft, all of these insane places which did not seem like a reality to me until I actually stepped foot on Google's campus and got to walk around. That is so cool. It was insane. And so I think that was definitely a huge push for me to continue with computer science and let me know, okay, this is really cool. I want to stick with this and I could see myself working out there. So that was a really cool experience. And then you already know about this one, Mariana, but senior year, we had a project where we had to choose someone important in the computer science industry that we potentially would want to interview and then give a presentation to our class for a grade. And my teacher, Mr. Zabi, he was like, you can go big and email the huge CEOs of the tech companies. But he was pretty much like, but have your Charleston person ready because you are not getting a response from them. There's just no way. But you never know. So we emailed. So some of my friends emailed like Elon Musk. Some people emailed like the CEO of different, all these huge tech companies. And I decided to email Tim Cook because why not? And I had his email because it's a public email. And so I believe two weeks went by, still no response. So my teacher was like, all right, Rebecca, like pick someone from Charleston, give up on this dream. I know you wanted it, but everyone else gave up on theirs too. And so I think it was the day I was about to email the other lady from Charleston. I got an email from the secretary of Tim Cook or the assistant. And she was like, Tim saw your email. He forwarded it to me please give me some of your information and let's get on the phone and talk to see if we can make this happen. And I remember reading it thinking there's no way that this is real. And so I got on the phone with her like the next day 
talked to her for like 20 minutes and then I got to talk on the phone with Tim Cook. And that was definitely a huge push for me to continue with computer science. Yes, that's so cool. I love that. But yeah, I mean, I think you and I are both really lucky to have had these kind of opportunities in high school. Yeah, for sure. Again, like there are a lot of people that are not this lucky. And I know a lot of people going into college, whether they're guys or girls, they're like, oh, I've never quit in my life. Like my school didn't have a computer science program. So if you're one of those people, don't be discouraged. There's still a lot of resources online. Start a club. Like I know Girls Who Code, they have a great resource to start clubs and teach elementary school, middle school, high school kids how to code. And there's all kinds of programs. Like I remember um, in high school, I would volunteer after school to um i would walk over to the elementary school across the street and help them with their first lego league team and i was so impressed by the girls and boys and in that little team and they would i think they placed in the regional championship and it was just such a cool experience yeah no i think it's awesome and even if you don't have the resources to start a club and you still want to learn computer science there's so many websites and different accesses to and like different ways to learn code without even needing anybody else. Yeah, if you have the passion, you can definitely do it. Now we're going to switch to our main topic of discussion today, which is why we picked our majors and what led us to our major and why we may have switched or decided something different or want to change. Personally for me, I picked computer science. In high school, I actually grew up wanting to go pre-med, wanting to be a doctor. I shadowed different doctors at MUSC. I shadowed cardiologists, ophthalmologists, and I also volunteered as a candy striper, which was amazing. And we wore the cutest little aprons and it was so embarrassing, but so awesome. What is that? It was just this program. I think I did it freshman and sophomore year where you had to go through this whole process of signing up. And it was this intense, like they picked very few people. Um, And so we went in every day we basically it was basically a job not uh 8 a.m to 5 p.m i believe and we would just yeah it was i was exhausted i don't know how i did it i was exhausted every single day it was during the week and so we would go to different departments at the hospital downtown and wherever they needed us so one week i was helping with files which was known to be the not as exciting area and then another week i was in ophthalmology where we kept track of wait times because it was insane in that area. People would be waiting for like two hours at a time, which was ridiculous. So we would keep track of it in an Excel sheet. It was very involved, hands-on, and we got to see medicine like right in front of us, which was really cool. Then after that, I so like I said, I shadowed the cardiologist. And I remember one of the doctors telling me, don't major in biology or one of the basic... Um, medical type of majors that people would normally think major in something that you're actually interested in and so he told me if like he could go back to college he would major in economics because he finds business so interesting but like he knew he wanted to be a doctor and so I thought in the back of my head oh cool I've always been interested in computer science I'll major in computer science and then apply to medical school and that would help me stand out because it's not just biology like everyone else and so went into college Took a, decided to take biology class freshman year, both semesters, because, I mean, I needed it for medical school, but I also am in computer science. And it just wasn't for me. It wasn't the class of the teacher loved her so much, but it just wasn't for me. 
But then in my computer science classes, I started to meet all these incredible people like you. I remember meeting you at orientation. And one of yes. our, our mutual friend, Helena, which is still a really, really close friend of both of ours, um, mm-hmm. we met at orientation and she introduced you and she was like, oh, Rebecca's going in the pre-med track. And I was like, oh my God, this girl must be a genius. Like she's doing computer science and pre-med. That's amazing. Um, and I mean, it is like you're a very smart person. You're a very accomplished person. But um, recognizing that maybe pre-med wasn't for you like I think that was a very brave thing to do yeah it was definitely hard to end up deciding not to pursue that anymore I mean I still technically could but I just have decided computer science just interests me so much more and it's just such a huge field with so many possibilities and different outlets and ways to involve I can even still involve myself with medical in the medical field if I want to through computer science which I love and I I think that might be a good option for me. But us meeting was such a cool experience too. And that definitely was helped me decide, okay, this is the right major for me. I should pursue it and really dedicate a lot of my time in it because there's some really cool people right, here. Right, yeah. Um, so by the time I applied to college, I knew I wanted to go into tech and I wanted to code. Like I knew that. I actually took an an AP computer science class in high school and didn't do that well in it just because it was online and it wasn't my learning style, but it was a, it was a great learning experience. Um, <laughs> wasn't great for my GPA, but that's okay. I kept going into the field and um, I, I knew when I was applying to colleges that I wanted to be in computer science at that point. Like I said, like I've already been exposed to the field for so long. I can't think of anything else that I would do, but I do also remember feeling that I didn't want to be stuck in my future just coding all day. And I think that's, like, I, I still feel that way very much. And I think we have this, like, a lot of people have this persona if you're a coding, or if you're a coder, you just sit in a dark room and code all day. But I do, like, maybe that's how it was at some point. But now I think it's a little bit different. But I wanted to be more rounded than that. And I remember just from my leadership experiences in high school um, that I wanted to potentially be in that leader in a leadership position and I still feel that way and I remember um I think it was one of the first times that I visited Clemson I met with one of the advisors and I was like yeah I think I'm gonna major in computer science and marketing and she was like okay um what credits do you have coming in and I think I only had like five AP credits (laughs) and she was like you can do it like people definitely do it but it might delay your graduation so if you want to you know, graduate in four years, maybe doing those two would be a little bit more difficult. But I know like we have a friend who is doing (laughs) marketing and computer science and he's doing great. But yeah, she was like, I don't know, like you can definitely do it, but it might delay your graduation. And then she introduced computer information systems to me and she was like, well, this is um, it's still part of the school of computing, but it combines business classes with computer science classes and allows you to merge those two. And I was like, ooh this is me. Like, this is exactly what I want to do. And we were looking at the curriculum and I would still get all the fundamental computer science classes. And I, because I had AP credits coming in, I had, um, we have like technical requirements. So I would be able to fill those technical requirements with very, um, fundamental computer science classes. Um, and I don't know. I was just like, I really like this. Like I want to be a manager one day. And I think being in this major will really help me. But I remember um, my freshman year, I would hear all these like little talks from people 
that were like, oh, like, if you're not smart enough for computer science, then those are the people that go into computer information systems. And that made me so mad. That made me so mad because I, I, I started doubting myself. I was like, oh, am I not smart enough to do computer science? I, oh, that made me so mad. But I don't think that's the case. And I remember like talking to one of my professors and be like, is it going to be harder for me to get a job because I'm computer information systems and not computer science? And he was like, no, no, it's not about that. Like you're you're learning what you need to do. And those experiences are what it, what's important. Um, and yeah, like I definitely don't regret my decision. I mean, there are days that I am regretting my decision. Let's be honest. There are those days of doubt, but I think I made a really good decision. And I think the classes that I'm taking are actually helping me go into the path that I want to. So if anyone tells you that if you chose a certain major, it must be because you're not smart enough for another major, like don't listen to them is my main point here. Everyone has their strengths. College is about learning and exploring, not just what you're major in. And I, I actually like I admire the people who major in computer science and then have like a really cool minor, like an uncommon minor, like philosophy or sustainability or a language like I don't know I think those that's so cool yeah so I'm almost done with my business administration minor and I want to pick up political science or philosophy or potentially some other business major like economics or something because I realized you can actually minor in that which I think is super cool but I definitely think your major is like perfect for you and I mean, you take different business classes than me for like the business admin minor, but I still wanted to have that business experience too. And, but I love math. And so I wanted to finish Calc 2. And I like science, even though biology was maybe not my strongest. I love science and I love math, which is why I think I stuck with computer science instead of computer information systems. Yeah, I used to be the school computing ambassador. And one of the very common questions from like rising juniors or rising seniors that are looking at applying colleges would be like, okay, what's the best, like what major do I need to go into? I think there's just so much stress put on to like rising freshmen in college about choosing your major. You know, like your major is great and definitely like put a lot of thought into what major you're going into. But I know so many people who are like, maybe industrial, like they majored in industrial engineering, but now they have a job as a software developer, you know? Your major doesn't define you, I think. There's so many other things that go on to that piece of paper that we put so much time and effort into called our resume. And um, you definitely want to choose a major that you're interested in and you're passionate about. And you wake up every morning being excited to go to your classes, not dreading your decision or like <laughs> dragging yourself out of bed to go to that 8 a.m. Um, or whatever it is. I stopped taking 8 a.m.s. That's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. 9 a.m. is perfect for me. Um, with choosing your major, that's one thing I think colleges in general should make an effort towards potentially changing. And because I feel like your freshman and sophomore year, it should be about exploring all your options and really figuring out what makes you excited, what you're looking forward to with your specific classes that you signed up for. And so I feel like if you take a wide range of options, then by sophomore year, you can be like, oh, I'm really interested in computer science because I loved those classes when I took it both freshman and sophomore year. Like maybe I didn't like English as much, so I'm not going to pursue English anymore. Let me focus on computer science and make that my major. That's what I think colleges should do because it's just so hard when you're a senior in high school deciding what you want to do the rest of your life, potentially. Yeah, 
Yeah, I agree. I know some colleges, they allow you to like make your own major and like pick and choose what classes. I do think there's some issues with that though, because if you're, if you really don't know what you want to do, and maybe you didn't have the same opportunities as us in high school, it is, it, it's a lot of pressure. Like you really don't know what you want to do. Um, I, I like gen eds for that. Like I try to go through most of my gen eds during freshman year so I can see all these like different things. And, you know, I had a chemistry lab and I hated chemistry. And I was like, <laughs> definitely not doing a lab science. Like that's definitely not what it is. And I took a class on entrepreneurship and I was like, ooh, I like this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and undecided, that's totally fine. Changing your major a hundred times, that is totally fine. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I remember when I first toured Clemson, I had the most amazing tour guide ever. I remember his name was Skylar. Haven't talked to him really since, but I just remember he walked by each building and he was like, oh yeah, freshman year, this was my major. And then we went by another building and he goes, oh yeah. And then I decided to switch to music. So like, this was my building. And then like junior year, he was like, actually, I decided I didn't like psychology or music. I want to be an English teacher. So then he showed us his building and I was like, that's incredible. And he said he's still on time. Like, he's just amazing. And he got to explore all these things without a problem. So I thought that was really cool. Right. Yeah. Shout out to our friend Kaylin, who's like one of the most amazing people in computer science. And she just switched into that major last year, right? Yep. As a rising junior, she switched into yes. computer science. Yes, that's right. She was like animal vet, right? Wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Yep. Veterinary sciences. That's mm-hmm. shout out to you, Kaylin. Hope you're listening. And like, Kaylin's awesome. Like, she has an internship this summer with GE, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, something insane like that. And she's only had, like, official class experience with computer science for a year, I guess. Well, one of my friends who you've met, Marin, she's insane. She's a graphic comm major, and she is minoring in computer science, and she talks about how she goes from classes full of girls that smell good <laughs> to classes <laughs> full of boys that completely smell different. <laughs> Oh. It's a different odor, it's a different vibe. It is a different vibe. But like we're used to it. Right. Which is just hilarious to me. Yeah. It could be and it really could be intimidating, I think, especially for women in tech who haven't like grown up with these tech related toys or haven't grown up playing video games or haven't grown up coding, really. Or like getting and even knowing what coding is, it could be very intimidating to walk into your computer science one on one class and see lots of guys lots of guys with these like gaming laptops and like headsets they know what they're talking about and and you just feel like a fish out of water yes and that's why I always love being in class with you because you always me too girly ask questions and make sure that (laughs) our voices are heard because I'm sometimes afraid to ask questions because I don't want to feel like I'm not understanding the information we're learning, but you are always like, yo, and you just say the teacher's name. What is this? (laughs) And I would be like, yeah, like backing you up mentally in the back of my head. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's definitely a topic we definitely want to talk into. It's like asking questions. I have so much to talk about that. Oh, yeah, I know you do. I remember at our one of our club meetings, that was just such an important discussion and we real I realized personally that I was not alone in that at all. There were so many other girls who have that issue and so many other girls who just are like, yeah, I know that that happens, but I don't care. And this is how I get around it. And it was just so cool to hear. 
it's so crazy to me that we're already rising juniors. Like we're we're about to be upperclassmen. Like we are up, upperclassmen. That's crazy to me. And just to kind of reflect, especially <laughs> being home during quarantine and I feel like I'm in high school. Just like the the environment, like being back home makes me feel like I'm in high school. Yes. Just reflecting on all the emotions that I've had during college and how I felt applying to colleges and choosing my major and going on these like tours and being like, okay, I think I want to do this. I think this is what I want to do. I don't know. I think there's just so much pressure when you're looking at colleges. I really think there is. I know for me, (laughs) anyone who knows me from high school knows senior year was rough. (laughs) I was like crying every week. (laughs) Uh (laughs) I remember I was so ready to leave my school because I had been there since kindergarten. For so long. Yes, they were like my siblings at that point. Oh, that reminds me. I remember my teacher, shout out Mr. Bergman. He told me to major in computer information systems. He told me. But it just went right over my head because I had no idea what that meant. I was so stuck on to computer science because I knew that that required math and science. Because I believe he majored in it. I think he went to Clemson, but I just remember not listening to him at all, even though he is, was incredible and definitely one of the reasons I went computer science, him and Mr. Zobby, but it just went right over my head. And so it just clicked just now that he told me that. I had two awesome teachers during high school, Mr. Scott, who was my geometry teacher, and uh, Mr. Vaught, who was my computer science teacher. He was like my major teacher. Both of them have been so amazing to me during my high school career as like just like pushing me to do like take on all these opportunities. Um, I know Mr. Scott, like I was I was an officer in the Technology Student Association and like going in as a freshman in high school. I was like, oh, I can never I can never do this club. Like I remember wanting to drop out halfway through the first year of me doing it. And then by he just like kept encouraging me and telling me like, no, this is what you're good at. Like, I can see your potential and don't give up. And, you know, there would be events like the local technology council. They would have like women in technology meetings and our school would sponsor it. our principals, Ms. Jones and Ms. Wilson. They always pushed us and allowed us to go to these events in the local area and participate in these like women in technology meetings and Mr. Scott nominated me for this award by the technology council and um, Mr. Vaught, my computer science teacher, every day, I kid you not, every day would say something about us being women in tech and be encouraging, even though he gave us, he gave us some hard times, I won't lie, (laughs) but it was kind of like this tough love kind of situation. Yeah, of course. Um, And he was the one that introduced me to Clemson's women in science and engineering program and three of us girls from the major were able to go for a whole day event at Clemson where they talked about the WISE program that I'm still a very big part of. And I think that like, I'm pretty sure that experience right there was why I chose Clemson and I'm so thankful for it. Wow. So thankful for it. That's amazing. Yeah. No, but I feel like Mm -hmm. your teacher sounds exactly like mine, Mr. Bergman. He always got me to apply for this award in CWIT, National Center for Women in Technology, which I've definitely told you about, which is where like my Tim Cook interview was posted on. He always always made me apply for it even if he knew I didn't want to he was like I'm feeling I'm like supporting you with this please fill it out I know you'll do it I know you'll do incredible I know you'll win something please and he made me do this Microsoft interview Microsoft like came one day and interviewed students and he was like Rebecca you're doing this and I'm like 
what? And he just always was, he like always encouraged me. He knew I liked medicine. Like he always motivated me. He always got me to push myself and think harder and think outside the box. And I'm just so thankful that he did. <laughs> this podcast would be three hours long if I just listed all the teachers and um, people in my high school experience that have helped me to where I am and like oh yeah I'm about to like start tearing up because there's just so many people in my high school that I'm just so thankful for and please never change you know who you are please never change please continue to encourage these students that are like me who doubt themselves sometimes and uh I miss my high school (laughs) oh I know like this is making me miss my high school which I really thought I would never say but I miss it. Hashtag Koi Pride. Hey. <laughs> it's just crazy how much influence they have on you and you don't even realize it till after you graduate. I don't know if I was still in high school or I had graduated, but one of my friend's moms who I play tennis with on the tennis team told my mom that this girl chose to do the accelerated computer science program because of me. And I thought that was insane. I was like, there is no way that I'm like, how did I influence you at all? And I just, that really made me so happy. And to this day, I still talk to this girl, and I love her. She knows who she is. That's so amazing. That's so amazing. All right, well, we have been talking a lot about all kinds of things, and I know we've brought back a lot of emotions from high school and, like, going into college. But we really are super excited about this podcast, and we want to get a lot out of this and, like, we're very, very passionate about this thing. Like, we're going to keep doing this podcast, even if it's just, if it's just our parents listening. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's just us listening to it, we're still doing it. Yeah, it's just playing it over and over again. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, we hope, we hope everyone here enjoys what we're talking about and enjoys this conversation because that is our goal. We want to create a conversation about what it's like being women in tech from a college perspective. Um, we want to share our experiences and how we got to the point and even like looking into the future because you and I don't know what we're going to be doing in 10 years. No. Um, so just getting to that point and following us on our journey. And we do want to have guests, whether it's fellow classmates talking about their experiences and their journey. We would love to get your input. If you're interested, please let us know. People, alumni from Clemson or from other school. Um, talking about their experiences, teachers, professors. But yeah, we want, it's not just going to be me and Rebecca rambling <laughs> for the every episode. Um, so we're looking forward to have more guests and more people join this conversation. Yes, for sure. And we also would love for you guys to subscribe to our podcast. It should be on so many more platforms now that you have access to. We have Instagram, cash.chat. And please send us an email as well if you don't want to just DM us on Instagram. Our email is cashchat with two T's at gmail.com. And we hope to hear from you with any questions, concerns. If you want to be a part of our podcast, please let us know. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye.